year laugh at this. So I'm a Jamrock in the office, and Jamrock decides to skip a class. And I guess <gasps> that the, kid. I guess the entire class decided to skip a class. So Jamrock's like, oh my God. All of a sudden, a Canvas quiz popped up that was like participation test. And it was text entry. You know, I'm just, and the question was, I'm just trying to see how many of y'all are here. And I'm like, dude, who do you know in your class? He's like, only Fulton. I'm like, dude, just text him and ask him what you're supposed to write down. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. It took me four minutes to convince Jamrock to text Fulton to ask. Text Fulton. Fulton immediately responds. But Jamrock waited so long that the poll closed. So what, are the, what were they supposed to say? I'm here. I thought, I honestly, like, I thought it was going to be like a trick, like, don't respond. Yeah, like it would be like, something. That's I, my, my thought process as a professor would be like, I'm going to put a canvas quiz out there. Freak I, out thought the it was gonna, I thought it was going to say something that's like donut, you know? Like yeah, like, like, a co- like a code word. That's what they – like, that's what uh, – I had one professor that they took attendance by like a either a three – like a four-number code or a word. It'd be like donut one two three. Type this in, and we take attendance. Wow. Yeah, my, so my then my you professors would, just are like, if you're not there, you don't get the notes. You failed the exam. That's on you. So <laughs> then, you know, you find two or three buddies in your class, and then you just text them donut one two three. All of a sudden, you get on. So I was like, dude, text Fulton. He's like, Fulton won't give it to me. Four four minutes later, the poll. Oh, Fulton definitely would have. Three. I'm like, you idiot. I'm like, Fulton's not that good of a kid. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Orange Overalls podcast. My name is Weston. As always, the guy who starts off talking first, and then the guy that does most of the talking the rest of the show, Mr. Nicholas, is here on the other end of the line with me. This is our first, I think this is our first Zoom call that we've finally got all the audio things worked out. You're on the correct inputs. This should be the best quality we've had on an episode in a long time. Yeah, it's well, first of all, it's our first episode in a long time. That's true. Um, we want to say sorry to all the listeners. Um, we made a promise at the beginning of the season where we're going to try to stay as consistent two episodes as possible, but some things came up. Weston, well, li- things life happens. <laughs> life happened. Poop happened. Um, I am now back in South Carolina. Um, Getting here was a trip and a half. I had some things come up, get in the way in Pittsburgh. Um, Weston had some things happen in Dallas. If you know us, you know what we're talking about, but no worry. We don't want to bother you with all the details. Let's just say our trucks are no longer. We'll oh, no, no, no. For right my, now. My, mine's mine's going to be back here in a little bit. Um, Mine is no longer. Uh, we've had some stuff come up, but we are back. We promise. So last week we made the same promise that we would be consistent again. But Weston, what happened? Um, I was so out of the swing of things that uh, I flat out, we recorded an episode and everything. We just said that same spiel that Nick just said to you guys, um, said all that. And then I forgot to edit the video, the, edit the edit the episode 
And then Saturday afternoon rolled around and I was like, you know what? I didn't post the episode, did I? So this is take two. I will edit this as soon as the podcast is over and it will be scheduled to post at Friday morning, which is when you will be hearing it. Yeah. So we are back Um, next week. You'll get two episodes. And then the next week, I believe you may get two episodes in person. Possibly. Possibly. I will be back in Dallas. Wes will will be in Dallas. We may just do one episode for Thanksgiving. We'll see. Um, do it like on that Tuesday or Wednesday. and Yeah. There. Weston oh, will be joining Fingers crossed us I have my vehicle back. Weston. Always pick you up and bring you to my house. That works too. We will have two vehicles, my mother's and my father's vehicle. Um, yeah. We'll make sure to get pictures and post them for all the lucky listeners out oh, there absolutely. of being Weston at Villarreal Thanksgiving. Oh, it's because be we didn't get any great. pictures at our game day. Me and Weston. Oh sat my together. gosh! Yes, we got no picture. We got a we got a great Halloween picture. Yes, we did. None at game day, and sadly, supposedly there's a there's no video, but me and Weston were shown on the Jumbotron a couple games ago, and it was supposedly the best dancing ever seen. I think that's a slight exaggeration from the stories I've heard, but we'll go with it. I, I like it. No, me and, West, me and Weston can't dance, but we were very excited. The only, the only dances I can do. Cowboy hats. The only dance I can do is the songs that tell you how to dance, like the cha-cha slide. It tells you to slide to the right, so I, I slide to the right. If it's you interpretive dancing, I'm, what? You do the Cotton Eye Joe? I do. I can do the Cotton Eye Joe. Actually, I take that back. I can dance. I just can't like, I can partner dance. I can't just like freestyle dance. You know when Weston's a really good dancer? Weston in his new TikTok channel, the TikTok dances. Oh my gosh. No, stop this. Weston's out here going renegade, renegade, renegade. Let Let this die, please. No, I'm actually, I think um, I'm actually about to create a Twitter again, by the way. So it's a let's go. We're, we're inching closer and closer. I literally, I'm going to create a Twitter just to follow Blooper, the Braves mascot. Follow his. You Twitter can account. see me get into Twitter fights. Oh, yeah. Now I'm really about to download Twitter. <laughs> you can see me get into Twitter fights with Ohio State fans. That's the last thing I need is another distraction on my phone. Anyways, whether let's it get be in- with Michigan or Clemson, I get into with Ohio State fans all the time. Let's get into some college football. This is the college football episode. As we usual, we start out talking Clemson football. We were both at the last home game, but we have played one since the last, we played in Louisville as well. Um, let's just talk about the Louisville game. Interesting game. I'm not going to lie. It had – so it was a close game. Obviously, we didn't want it to be a close game, but I would say this had the brightest moments of the season so far. Yes, I think this is the best DJs looked all season. But so not good. There's but the best. He, so I I have a take on this, which we've discussed plenty in Clemson, South Carolina. Everyone talked about DJ looked really good. I agree. There's one throw in particular. DJ had that 50 yard bomb for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And are my group chats going off? Everybody. That's the DJ we know. That looked great. And my reaction to that wasn't, that's the DJ. Much time in the pocket. Repeat that one more time. You bleeped out there for a second. When has he had that much time in the pocket? 
Yes. I That's agree my that. thing. I agree. DJ has DJ has the arm. He has the talent. He can obviously make the throws, the 50-yard throws on a dime when he has time to get his feet set and works out and, you know, he can really aim. Mm-hmm. So I want to credit the O-line for – obviously, DJ deserves credit yes. during this game. He looked good, perfect. That's what we want. But I want to give credit to the O-line. Plays like that, DJ had five, six seconds in the pocket. We're going to be a good offensive team when our O-line does that. So shout out yes. shout out them. We've been hating on the O-line all season. Good for them. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, I was – Noah and I were talking about it, um, as Noah and I tend to do a lot. Um, I was like, yeah, I, I like us in this game. I, I kept joking with folks. I'm like, yeah, y'all ready for Clemson to lose? And they're like, why are you so such a Debbie Downer? I'm like, listen, if I set my expectations low enough, I can't be disappointed. So if I expect us to lose and we win, I'm just pleasantly surprised. If we do lose, then I'm I'm right where I expected to be. Um, a lot more points scored in this game than I was really expecting. Um, got out. To, our, got de- out. our defense didn't look as good as we expected. It held up on the back end. We had a couple keys. Have a couple huge stops at the end. Obviously, the turnover on downs. Um, the big stop at the end. Obviously, uh, we talk about we talk about lines and, th- and spreads and things like that. Our defense actually was – I would credit them for the reason we covered in this game with back-to-back covers mm-hmm. now. Um, huge turnover on downs inside field goal territory, and BT Potter was able to kick another one, which gave us the cover. BT's been playing great. Other than the other than the um, Florida State game that you and I were at, he's had a phenomenal season. He's – you know, he's actually been doing really well. If y'all remember, early in BT's career, he struggled with accuracy. We always knew he had the leg. He had the strength. He struggled with accuracy. This season, he's been looking fantastic. Shout out, shout out my brother and shout out BT. Shout out your bro. Um, so yeah, we got UConn coming up next. Um, nothing to worry about. We would we would love to think that um, UConn has won one football game all season. They have been the quintessential example of how bad a football team truly can be. I believe the number last time I looked, we were favored by forty one points. Um, I don't think we're going to cover first of all. Oh, absolutely. And score 41. I, uh, yeah, I, no, I don't, I don't like that number for us. Um, I mean, well, why do you say, say what? And when you say UConn won one game, tell them who they beat. Do you know? It was it UMass, I believe, who was also, no, who, it was Yale. They lost to you. That's what it was. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No, um, a D, I, yeah, yeah. an FBS team. Right. Yale, they beat Yale. So they haven't beat an FBS team. So I don't imagine us losing here in Death Valley, Military Appreciation Day. No way we lose this football game. Now, do we cover 41 points? Probably not. I'm thinking we probably win. I'm thinking this game's going to look like a 30 to 3 kind of game. And 35 3 was my guess. Yeah, 30, no, 30 to 35 like to 3, something like that. Um, so nothing really to worry the about one- that. One fun fact about the UConn game. You ready? Yeah. This will be my first ever military appreciation purple out game I've been in attendance to. Do what? I am a fourth year at Clemson University. I've never been to a purple out game. And this is the first one I'm missing. (laughs) My freshman year, uh, me and this gentleman named Jose had a disagreement 
Okay. And I did not make it to the game. Jose's last name is uh, Cuervo. Gotcha. Didn't make it to the game. Sophomore year, I actually went home. Um, it was, I believe, Halloween weekend. Last year um, or sophomore year, it was correct. Sophomore year is Halloween weekend. I went. I guess home, technically I didn't go last year. Yeah. Spent Halloween with my family, mm-hmm. and then last year I didn't go as well. I actually was home again last year, but I wasn't going to go anyway. Well, last year the the last year. yeah. I didn't go Man. to any games last year, but that's, that's this a funny will be thing. My first ever purple game. I ever. I can't remember a, a, a military appreciation game in the last. How old am I? What now? Twenty two. In the last ten years that I haven't shed a tear at the the military appreciation game is one that honestly, truly, if there was only one game a year I could pick to go to every single year, it would be the military appreciation game. And I'm being honest, part of me and the joke around my friends is I should just hang out downtown and not even show up to the game just to keep the streak going, just so I can just be like, yeah, oh, absolutely. absolutely not. You need you need to go. That's Take a, a picture of me in triple T's in purple. Be like, over four, didn't make it. <laughs> no, I love the military appreciation game, especially recording today on Veterans Day. Um, happy. All right. So we're going to put, um, you mentioned happy Veterans Day, everyone. Yep. Um, huge day for America. Everyone out there, we want to say thank you. Thank you for your service. And then, yeah, we're recording today on Veterans Day, but yesterday was the one-year anniversary of the podcast. That was that, the only important thing that happened yesterday. The all the absolutely only important thing that happened yesterday. Um, I mean, no, I'm not, yesterday. yesterday <laughs> I'm not going to be the one to break that. That doesn't sound like a, a a turd. Yesterday, Weston turned 22. Everybody. Yep. I made it somehow by the grace of God. Congratulations. Weston is in his Taylor Swift year. He turned 22 yesterday. Yep. Congratulations. But actually, though, yesterday being the one year of this podcast. Is I, rem- cool. I remember thinking about that. I was. Uh, birthday rolled around. We, we knew, I knew we needed to record again. And I was like, wait a minute. I, I'm almost positive that the first time I ever posted on Instagram was my, because I remember people saying something to me. Like I, I posted the share, the shared the podcast episode to, to my Instagram and everyone was like, what? It's your birthday. What, what is all this going on? And I, sure enough, I went back to Spotify and scrolled through and the first episode, season one, episode one of the Orange Overalls was posted on November 10th, 2020. We made it a year. It's we been made an interesting it a year. year. We've um, made it a long way in a year, buddy. We you still know, don't have obvious, proper equipment. We still, it's just. Obviously, we were good friends a year ago, but now you're even showing up to Thanksgiving, man. Exactly. We've come a long cheers, way. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. Come on now. So let's go back Wes to football. and I with our waters. So let's get back to football. Talk about Clemson. Talk about we're having a bad season. But miraculously, we have a way to win the ACC. It's not entirely in our hands. And it's we have, not a crazy scenario it's, it's not un- like we need 20 things to happen it's unlikely but not crazy so the only thing i don't think it's unlikely i think it's likely okay i disagree but we'll get to that in a second so our path to the playoff the only thing that is currently in our hands is we have to beat wake forest in two weeks do i think that can happen absolutely do i also think we could lose by 20 points also very possible 
The fact that it's home is huge. Yes, I totally agree. The fact that Wake Forest has to travel to Death Valley is massive. We beat Wake Forest. That is all we can control. The other things that need to happen, Wake Forest would need to beat NC State this weekend. And then they would have to lose out. So they would have Which to. Which is to us. To us and then to Boston College. So I think the one thing that's going to, the reason I think it's likely and you don't think it is, I think the only question mark is this weekend. Well, see, here's, the, here's also the trick. NC State has to lose an extra game. No, but if they lose this weekend, that is their extra game. No, 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 because they only have one ACC loss. They need two, SC, two ACC losses. No, they, they, they need weekend. three. No, they need three ACC losses because they have the head to head. So who over. do they? So, so I, so I thought they just had to lose this weekend. That didn't matter what they did. No, 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 no. So these are this who is do the they track. Play? So they, they, they have to lose to Wake Forest this weekend, and then they have two games left, both ACC games. They have to lose to either Syracuse or Chapel Hill. That's why I think things are unlikely. I think think Wake Forest losing to BC, because I'm, I'm almost 95% positive that that BC game for Wake Forest is in Chestnut. So, so BC's going to win that game no matter where it is. So I don't know if you watched the game last week. So last Friday night, BC yes. played Virginia Tech. They look great. Boston Jer- College quarterback got injured week one. He came he's back, back last week. Yes. So obviously, most of y'all listening aren't fans of Boston College football. Um, as you may or may not know, my sister went to Boston College, so I kind of follow it a little bit. Boston College for the last probably five years has had trouble with their starting quarterback getting injured. Every single year they get injured. When we beat them, our freshman year in 2018, we injured their starting quarterback. Fun fact, that quarterback that we injured in 2018, he's now the starting quarterback in Oregon. Yep. So they have good quarterbacks. They just always get injured. But he, this one actually came back, got hurt. They were like, every Boston College fan's like, another Boston College year, quarterback gets injured. He yep. came back. So he looked fantastic against Virginia Tech. So I think they're going to take care of business against West Virginia. Now, as Clemson fans, we just have to put our faith in Sam Howell. Right. So the, let the, the, Sam Howell do his thing and beat NC State. Right. So that's the trick. It's going to come down. We won't know unless they somehow lose to Syracuse and Wake Forest. We could clinch this thing as early as week 12, or it could come down to rivalry week of UNC playing NC State. which They're not going to lose to Syracuse. NC State's not losing to Syracuse. Stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened, true. But I guarantee I guarantee you, though, if we beat Wake Forest and Wake Forest beats – Wake Forest loses – that's the thing. If Wake Forest beats um, – who do they play if after If Wake us? Forest loses to NC State this week, it's over. It's over. NC State clinches. So, NC's, NC State is playing for the division this week. Wait, technically, if they lose to Syracuse and – BC, they're good. No, because so if NC State wins this weekend and beats Wake Forest, then NC State will need to have three ACC losses, and it's only they it's impossible. One. To who? Do they not have one? No. I thought they had one. No, NC State. I'm pretty sure it, they might have one. NC State's four and one in the conference. Let me, let me pull. Let me pull up the ACC standings. The reason Wake Forest has to beat NC State is not because of NC State, because Wake Forest will no longer be able to lose. Right. So if Wake Forest, if NC State beats Wake Forest, I can't hear you. 
Did I disappear? Hello? I'm still recording, so I'm going to keep talking. NC State is 4-1. and one. Wake Forest is 5-0. and oh. If Wake Forest wins, it's not over. It's over for us. No, excuse, yeah, no, excuse me. If NC State wins, it's over for us. Yes. But it's, not, but it's not over for Wake Forest and NC State. Wake for, NC State would need to lose one more game in order for Wake Forest to win. Yeah, so – Let's put it simple. We'll we'll get more in. We'll, we can we'll break it down week by week. How about yes. this? This week, obviously, we have to be Clemson fans. We play UConn, whatever. Right. We we're Wake Forest fans this week. Wake Forest, yes, absolutely. We are Wake Forest fans this week. Big time. We go to Charlotte, and I told someone this the other day. It most likely we're playing Pitt. It could change. If it's Clemson Pitt in Charlotte, I will be there. No doubt about it. Same. I will will make something happen. But I didn't realize you didn't know NC State was also still a part of this. No, I knew NC State was still a part of it. So I didn't really had to lose that extra game. I thought Wake beating NC State this weekend took care of it. No, because if they lose, they would have two losses, ACC losses. We would have two ACC losses. And And they hold the tiebreaker. Bingo. So, um, no, that – Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. That's 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 the deal right there. This weekend, we're Wake Forest fans this weekend, but ACC football, it's a crapshoot. Yeah. Um, Simple enough. We should have seen Wake Forest losing coming. You know, we all tried to hype up Wake Forest. Wake Forest is still Wake Forest. We should have seen them coming. I, I wouldn't say all that. Um, I disagree on that end. I think UNC is a team that has underperformed this year. I think we probably should if – we, if, we could have predicted them losing a game. I think the UNC one is one we should have seen coming. Uh, but I wouldn't say that, like, oh, it's Wake Forest. We should have seen them collapsing because that's been my whole thing the whole year. Wake Forest has never even come close to being this good. Wake Forest is usually where Boston College is right now. They're five and four. They're one and four in the conference. No one counts them for anything. If they're even, if they're eight and one, five and zero oh in the conference, then by all means, we should be on that wagon. One thing I'm really interested about, and I Curious if you know the answer to this. I did do a whole lot of research into it. So Wake Forest played UNC this past week. Yes. But it wasn't considered a conference game. Why was that? All right. So what I was told, which is weird. So Wake Forest, North Carolina, I guess they consider themselves rivals. It's Tobacco Road. It's North Carolina. I mean, they're they're in the state of North Carolina. Yeah, that makes sense. So because they are on opposite sides of the conference – Mm-hmm. North Carolina is in the Atlantic or in the coastal. Wake Force is in the Atlantic. Supposedly, they would only play each other every so many years. Oh. So they said, we don't want to do that. We want to play each other every single year for this. Yes. And so, so only some years it counts as a conference game. So to keep this rivalry up. They play every single year, so they scheduled each other as a non-conference game. Interesting. So this is, this is a Central Spirit podcast, so I'm not going to say BS, but that's uh, – I disagree. No, it's, I, crap. It's, it's a conference game. It's a conference game. Yeah, I mean – but, so, but, but I'm assuming that the years that they would, like, they would play somebody from the Coastal, like, it's UNC's turn to play across. Like, it's like how we rotate out Miami and North Carolina and things like that. Um, this year we but, played 
they're in the ACC. It's a conference game. Yeah, I guess that does make sense. It's like we play Georgia Tech every year. Um, Georgia Tech's a rival, but every year we play Georgia Tech. It's a rivalry game. Yeah, I guess that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, but that's that's why. But it's crap. Whatever. Yeah. ACC. ACC is going to be interesting. Yeah. There's no way fans are much about it. There's you know a lot of things can happen. Wake obviously looks vulnerable. And co- State we know co- is vulnerable. Coastal's duking it out. I mean the coastal division's duking it out. I mean. Pittsburgh's at four and one it, in the conference. I think it runs away with it, but North Carolina going to Pitt this weekend. We'll see. North Carolina, that, that's the thing. Virginia Tech's technically still in the hunt. UNC's still in the hunt. Literally, four, five teams are still in the hunt for the Coastal title. So, what's going to be really interesting? So, Virginia. So they played Notre Dame this weekend. Correct. So that's a non-conference game. Correct. Pitt hosts North Carolina. North Carolina could win. Oh, definitely. If North Carolina wins that game, then all of a sudden Pitt and Virginia are both four and two in the conference, and they play each other next week. And you don't forget about Miami. We we talked about how bad Miami. No, Miami been. Miami sucks. But, 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 but that's what I'm saying. We talked about how bad they are on the year, but they're still three and two. They're still in the hunt for the the division title. And technically, all they play left is Florida State, Virginia Tech, and Duke. They could easily win out. They'll win, they'll beat Duke one hundred percent. Probably going to beat Florida State. I'm telling you, they, coastal, 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 and Atlantic. The whole ACC is wide freaking open right now. The only thing. So what's really interesting is as Clemson fans were looking at the ACC, the entire rest of the country isn't looking at the ACC at all because they have nothing to do with. Anything else. exactly? We're not making the playoff. We're no not. playoff. No nothing. Any chance we had of the playoff died with Wake Forest. No effect on the top twenty-five in any which way. So why don't we talk about that? Top twenty-five. Yeah. What is happening? Um, chaos. The spoiler makers are at it again, um, taking down Michigan State. Um, I think that is my favorite name to come out of college football this year. The spoiler makers. So the one that's electric, I didn't <laughs> get that till right now. Like my, so you know, out, we've shout so, out Pop, shout out John King. Yeah, <laughs> shout out, shout out Weston's Pop. I have to fill in these. Yeah, these hey, bubbles. we got we should find the footage because Weston forgot to post it. Uh, I said, oh, he one hundred percent called it last week. So. You know, I, if, if some of y'all don't believe me, we can find the footage. Last week, I said a thousand times, Purdue's going to win the football game. Purdue is going to win the football game. I called it. I did not make it my upset of the week, but I called it a thousand times. I was like, Purdue's going to win this football game. Obviously, everyone knows it was going to be a little biased. Being a Michigan fan myself, Obviously, I have some personal hatred for Michigan State, but Don't I put say. that hatred aside and I was like, I genuinely Purdue's going to win this football game. But the other thing we talked about a little last week that no one heard, but we said some of these rankings were crap. And I think everyone said it and we were spot on. Mississippi State being 17, they lost. Get them out of here. We said that. Was bad. Yep. Kentucky being 18, we said that sucked. They lost. Get out of here. Minnesota being 20. See ya. Uh, yeah, I liked. I totally agree with that. Um, but now, 
I think this is a perfect segue for our top 10. Um, you want to go it, straight to the top 10? Skip the I, other segments. Let's go straight to the top 10. Well, I, I, I just think when talking about top 25, I think that's the way, I think this is the way we should go right now. I'm, I'm um, I honestly, people, I'll put, we'll post this, and my buddies have been like, oh, you just copied the top 10. Yeah, this week it's gonna feel like that because I'm very much in agreement with the top ten this this. No, my, mine's not in agreement. Mine is, but we also know yours gets off the rails very quickly. Um, let me pull up this on my. Uh, so, so the actual top ten. So we'll go over this real quick. Actual top ten, and obviously we switch from AP to college football playoff because that's what matters now. Sorry. No, no. Sorry, makes sense. Sorry, Associated Press. Y'all don't matter in any which way. College football playoff. Number one, Georgia. Number two, Alabama. We have our opinions on everything. Number three, Oregon. Number four, Ohio State. Number five, Cincinnati. Deservingly, number six, Michigan. Number seven, Michigan State. Number eight, Oklahoma. Number nine, Notre Dame. Number 10, maybe our favorite team, Oklahoma State. Go Pokes. We love the Pokes this year. And then I'll just add 11 AM, 12 Wake Forest, and 13 Baylor. Okay. So I will – actually, no, I'll make that my kind of closing remarks on this section. We'll start. Number one, both of uh, us, is Georgia. Is Georgia. I'm telling you, if you gave me the option to Georgia. bet they're Georgia the – They're the best team in the country. If you gave me the option right now to bet, I had a hundred dollars and I was betting it on Georgia winning the national championship versus the field. I am picking Georgia a million times out of ten. Georgia, I it, I was talking to one of my buddies who's a Georgia fan. If Georgia doesn't win it this year, they're not going to win it again for another thirty-five. Like it is, it is, it's awful. I just I have to fill in these blanks for when you kind of bleep your internet bleeps out. Or it might be my internet this time. There we go. Braves win the World Series. Congratulations, Weston. Georgia's good. Everything's setting up for the University of Georgia to dominate whatever. Yeah. So who's your number two? Number one. They they should be number one. So who's your number two? Cincinnati. Really? Interesting. I agree with the AP. Cincinnati. So if they if the college football playoff really thinks that Notre Dame is number nine. Then Cincinnati went and dominated the number nine, the number nine team in the in their home stadium. Yeah, and I say you deserve it. I say really, like I don't agree with it. I do. I think Cincinnati should be two as well. I like Cincinnati at two. My my rankings don't reflect Notre Dame being that high, but I don't have Notre Dame in the top ten. I don't either. I actually have Notre Dame sitting at eleven, but. Still, fine. A top 15 team, a Notre Dame team who was top 10 at the time when you beat them in their home stadium. And it's not even like you were going in there as an underdog and beat them. You had Notre Dame as an underdog in South Bend. And you went in there and you took care of business. I think Cincinnati should – I don't – maybe not to – I can understand you wanting to argue not to, but they do. They deserve to be in the playoff right now. And I don't think they deserve to have to play Georgia in the first round. They deserve to be two or three. Totally agree. My third is Oregon. I'm okay with that. I like Oregon right there. 
They have they have a they beat what we're talking about quality wins according to the college football playoff rankings. They walked into the horseshoe and beat the number four team in the country by touchdown. So I had Oregon as number three this entire time until I was flipping them between three and four, but I had them at three until this weekend. They played Washington. They didn't look good. Okay. My number four team played Washington, and they donkeyed them. And that would be? The University of Michigan, number three. Okay. Here's where where we go. You agree they're a top five team. Maybe not. Maybe you don't have them in your top five. My thing is. They're not. For just for right now, Georgia obviously is number one. I'll even put Cincinnati to the side. Last week, Michigan played Indiana. Oregon played Washington. Ohio State played – who did they play? Purdue – or no, who did Ohio State play last week? Uh, uh, some – Nebraska. Nebraska. Ohio State played Nebraska. Michigan State played Purdue. Purdue. Oregon barely escaped Washington, looked bad. Ohio barely escaped Nebraska, looked bad. Ohio State definitely tried to throw that away. Michigan State lost to Purdue. Michigan played Indiana, looked good, covered the spread, took care of business. Mm -hmm. That's why I have them at three, because I looked at all those teams last week. And Michigan's the only one that took business. That's fair. That is completely fair. That's why I have them at three. Obviously, so who's your four? All we get to say it's bias, it's bias, whatever. No, I can, I can, I can vouch That's for that. That's why that, I have them at three. And my number four, like I just said, Oregon went to Ohio State, donkey dumb. Oregon's my number. Gotcha. So you have Oregon at four. My four. This is where I have Michigan State. Excuse me, excuse me, Ohio State. Dude, I have Ohio State here at four. That's fine. That's fine. And that's because granted the whole like, being at home is difficult, but the fact that Ohio State's only lost this year is to the number three team in the country. I can slide with that. And that was me with so last week, obviously, our rankings didn't get presented, but last week I had Sparty at number two and Michigan at number four because I was like, they're only losses to number two. Mm-hmm. So then this is this is my five. This is where I have – and this is just – things will shake themselves out, obviously, but just the freshness of the losses in my mind. Five is where I have Alabama because I will never count out a saving team ever. All right. Bryce Young's a dog. The, the Alabama defense is questionable, but I think this shakes itself out in the long run. So I have to be brutally honest. So okay. I have Alabama later on in my rankings. I won't tell you what spot. Okay. If you ask me right now who I think is going to win the national championship, it's Alabama. Yeah. Because strictly a year that we don't know what's happening, Georgia looks dominant. I've seen this before. I'm 20, <laughs> I'm 21 years old. Weston's 22 years old. We've the seen this movie before. We, the years that we think Alabama's out of it, everyone, people are better. Alabama looks vulnerable. All of a sudden – they squeak by, squeak by, get to the SEC championship after squeaking by. They beat Georgia because Georgia chokes, and then they somehow win it all. But my number five, this is where I have Ohio State. Okay. I can, I can ride with that. 
They have to be behind Oregon as of now. So interesting. No, so let's get because your logic doesn't track. Then no, I'm gonna face this straight on. Okay, let me hear it. Who do you have at Who do you have at six then? Sparty. Okay, all right. I'm about to say that. Let's 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 hash this out right now. Let's hash this out right now because my six is also Sparty. So people believe that Michigan State should be ahead of Michigan because they won the head to head. Yes. People believe that Oregon should be ahead of Ohio State because they won the head to head. People that just used that logic didn't watch either one of those games. If you watch the Oregon-Ohio State game. Oregon dominated. Oregon dominated on the road. If you watch the Michigan-Michigan State game, Michigan played a better game. Michigan State won the game at home. Michigan went on the road and played a better game. That is a very fair argument. That is my thing. So, yes, if you go straight off of the final score, then – And I think those are the two schools of thought you have in this situation. You have the people that are like, I don't care what they look like on the field. Michigan State won the football game. The final score says that Michigan State scored more points than Michigan. My question every single time I have this discussion, because obviously me being a Michigan fan, I'm going to have this discussion with everybody. Right. My number one question is, did you watch both games? If they say yes, then I will have a discussion. I will have an argument, whatever. I will give you the time of day. I did. We, we've, we've Which had this is discussion. why you and I can have this discussion, and we right. have had this discussion. And I totally agree with you. Michigan, that, if, you if you didn't watch the games, then you're not worth my time of day because you don't understand what I'm saying. Right. And that's what I was saying. The two schools of thought are either like, Okay, Michigan looked better, but Michigan State found a way to pull it out. Or I think we're I think you and I are in the opposite schools of thought. Your school of thought is you looking at you're looking at the eye test. You're looking at how that team looked on the field, regardless of what the final out. I mean, obviously the final outcome plays a factor. I'm looking at the fact that yes, it was home. Yes, Michigan looked like the better team, but regardless, the W went to Michigan State, which is why I have. I'll just go and tell you, I have Michigan State at six and then Michigan State or Michigan, the Wolverines at seven. I have them right next to each other. I don't think either of them are playoff teams right now relative to what's ahead. I think that's also because of recency bias and the fact that they both had recent losses. That Ohio State-Oregon game feels like it was a millennia ago. I have Michigan at seven. That debate you and I just had has obviously been a it's, – it's, it, that, that debate about the logic behind ranking – it's been a hot, lava hot topic here in college football in the last three or four well, days. And my thing is, I love this argument just because I love having the discussion. I love having the argument. Yes. But if you know college football, it doesn't matter. It doesn't effing matter. These rankings don't mean a crap until the very end of the season. And when you argue Big Ten teams, it matters even less than every other team. Guess what? Michigan plays Ohio State. Ohio State plays Michigan. Ohio State plays Michigan State. Michigan still has to play Penn State on the road. And guess what? Michigan State still has to play Penn State. Yes, Penn State isn't ranked, but guess what? They're still Penn State. (laughs) Still Penn State. They can easily win any of these games. Yep. The Big Ten will work itself out. We can argue all we want, whatever. And whenever you talk to somebody who actually knows college football, you just sit there and you're like, at the end of the argument, you look at each other and go, 
Yep, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. out. So let's finish out these rankings. Who do you have so, at number seven? Oklahoma State. Come on. I don't have them that high, but I would love to have them that high. Oklahoma Okie State, State, go Pokes. You yeah. and I – I was on the wagon originally. You came on with me. I've been – They look good. They, they look do. fantastic. Bedlam is going to be an all-time classic. You and yes. I – Wait, you're freezing, but I believe that you're saying that you froze up right there. But I believe that you were getting at the point that you and I will be together when Bedlam happens. You and I will be together when Bedlam happens. It will be. Wait, will we? I don't know. But what back? To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome so back to Weston's unsolicited betting advice. Rivalry State line. rivalry weekend. <laughs> oh yeah, no, rivalry weekend. Ohio State, Michigan, Alabama, Auburn, Oregon, Oregon State. Penn State, be a great State. Day. These are all fantastic games. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. This is going to be Wake, great. Wake Forest, Boston College. Huge, could be a huge game for us. Could we, be will, we will be together in the Villarreal household, smoking brisket, smoking ribs, hanging out, watching some college football. Inject that into my veins. It's going to be awesome. After Oklahoma State, this is where I have Alabama. Really, you got them really far down the list, but I, I'm not. But I'm not going to argue with. I think it's a fair ranking. I think Alabama's not good. I think Alabama is living off of their name. They're not very good. Alabama has one loss. Oklahoma State has one loss. It's so funny. You and I talk about like. Well, you got to. Well, if you want to get into that argument, you got to look who they lost to. Alabama lost to the current number eleven team in the country in on the road. Oklahoma State lost to Iowa State. Iowa State's a good team, but they're not. Not good. They're not better Iowa than A and Good team. Iowa State's not better than A and M. Anyways, but I get what you're saying. I don't know if I don't know if A and M's that good or if they were a bad matchup for Alabama. Alabama does not have the explosive offense that they're used to. A and M has a good defense. Yes, Alabama defense sucks. Anyone could, we could score on Alabama. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. So Michigan. So. My eight now, um, this is where I have Oklahoma, and this is the same argue, This is the same reasoning I've had all year. I like Oklahoma in the 7, 8, 9, 10 range because they're not great, but they haven't lost a game yet, so i got to keep them in the top ten. That's fine. Give your number nine so I can do my nine and ten together. My, my number nine is where I have Okie State. So okay, that's I have, fine. I have the pokes at nine. So – I want to hear your nine and ten. This ought to be interesting. If, if the Oklahoma argument, what did you say? Why is Oklahoma eight? They haven't lost. They haven't lost a game yet. So if you haven't lost a game, you should be rewarded, right? All right, where are the Roadrunners? What you put them at nine? Number nine, Oklahoma. They haven't lost a game. Okay, so that means number ten is is UTSA. number ten. You haven't lost a game. If you haven't lost a game, you should get rewarded. That's what. That's what everyone keeps saying. Number okay. 10, UTSA. All right. They oh, I can't wait to deal with them on Instagram. A good UTEP team. They played a All right. reward undefeated teams. Okay, fine. They're undefeated. You can keep them at 10. My 10, this is where I have. Hey, Quinn just entered the uh, room again. This is where uh, I have Texas A&M. Damn you. That's fine. Texas A&M's my, like my 11 or 12. 
Yep. And then I have Notre Dame at 11. That's who my 11 team is. But we'll reread, we'll read those back out to you guys and we'll start, we'll move on to our, our next topics. Um, so my top 10 um, Georgia, Cincinnati, Oregon, Ohio State, Bama, Michigan State, Michigan, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Texas AM. Tex has my, my, I can read them. Okay. My top 10 University of Georgia, Cincinnati, Michigan, Oregon, Ohio State, Michigan State, Oklahoma State, Bama, then my undefeateds, Oklahoma, and University of Texas of San Antonio. The the state of Michigan and the state of Oklahoma really showing out in our in our in, in our rankings, aren't they? <laughs> I am getting a death glare from Miss Quinn about putting University of Texas of San Antonio in my top ten. But Listen, they are undefeated and beat a good UTEP team last week. I only have so much control of this show. I may be the guy that talks first in the episode, but my amount of control about what actually happens on the show, very minimal. Let's move on to the next segment. I'm I'm more like the traffic controller. Like I just see what's happening. I'm like, yeah, we'll just we'll make it work. The next seg. Oh, I'm reading the next segment. <laughs> Guess those yards. Oh dear, I was I was enjoying my break from this. Actually, I don't know why I'm acting like that. I'm freaking good at this. <laughs> freaking good. So, I got three games for you, big fella. Let me hear them. So the first Let one. Me hear Number 15, BYU beat Idaho State 59 to 14. 59 to 14. Okay. We're going to go over BYU's receiving yards. So BYU was the one who had 59. Got it. Yes. BYU did beat Idaho State. Good for clarifying that one. Thank you. So BYU's receiving yards 120, 92, 48, 46, 31, 28, 15. Five two. 350. 387. Close. Not too bad. Missed a couple. I was tracking, I was tracking, I was tracking, and I had something in my eye and it really threw me off. But we're good. Move on to the next one. Move on. Put that in the lost column. Now, a game that a lot of us watched, a big game Tennessee, Kentucky. I did watch that. Good game. Good game. Tennessee 45, Kentucky 42. Mm hmm. We're going to go over Tennessee's receiving yards. 179, 78, 41, and 18. 302. 16. Huh? 316. Oh, I was what, 14 off? Oh, that was that's... not bad. Not what, bad. What, what did we decide to turn my buffer was? Was it 15? Yeah, you get a, you get a, you know. A 15. Okay. Okay. All right, now, number 21, Wisconsin, took care of Rutgers, 52-3. to three. Okay, and I guarantee you the – I'm going to go ahead and guess right now that the passing total was under 300 yards. It was rushing, I'm asking you. All right, that was over 300 yards. 129-75-48-32-24-4-2-2, negative 11. 330. 305. Man. You said over 300. I'm like, barely. Just a little bit. Just a little. So did I go over today? Dang it. No, or do, did we give me the No, you got, you got the 15 buffer. Okay. Sorry. 
So we're two, one and two today. I listen. All I ask is for one win every time we do this. No, you're good. All right. Now this is the one that we'll, we'll explain a little more. Go with our opinions. Go with your gut. This is one of my favorite segments. I have a feeling we're going to have a lot of the exact same teams. Eh, maybe. You go first. Oregon. Oh, so so hold on. For those of you, hold on. For those of you, for those of you who don't know what the segment is, go with your gut. Um, I'm telling you, one of these days, I'm really going to work on drops and like so we can have like an intro into these segments. Go with your gut is a, is a time where we both ask each other about teams and we give our first gut reactions to to what's what the what the deal with the team is, what they look like going forward, whatever whatever comes to mind when we first hear that team name. And you said Oregon for me, right? Yeah. My my natural thought is to go Pac-12. They're a pretender, but. Most of these time, most of the time, the pretenders have usually kind of weeded themselves out at this point. Oregon's Oregon somehow lost some crazy game to like like Oregon State, or obviously that's some Stanford or Stanford, which they did. They they did. But usually, this is they've usually at this point, Oregon is a two loss team at this point in the year. So I'm gonna say dark horse. That's my word for Oregon, for Oregon right here. I think Oregon is very slept on. I think a lot of people have the same opinions of Oregon that I do. They're a Pac-12 team. Odds are they're not going to make the playoff. I think Oregon has a chance to make some noise. I don't think it's very likely, but I think there's a chance that Oregon can really surprise the people. Okay, so let me ask you one more thing. Okay. Next week. Not this weekend. Next week. Good. Okay. Oregon goes on the road to Utah. They pull it out. At this point, yeah, I'll pick. I'll, I'll take Oregon for that. I wouldn't say it's going to be a pretty win. I think it's going to be a gutsy kind of grind it out game. But I, at this point, I have Oregon making the playoff. I agree. Oregon, Pac-12 pretender. And I think um, you. What is happening, Weston? There's some music going on. You are playing some. I heard a woman's noise. It was an ad from. I had the college football playoff rankings pulled up, and there was an ad on the website. And it just decided. I heard a woman's noise, and I knew it wasn't coming from your apartment. I'm pretty sure it was a the Kiki Palmer Christmas ad. I'm just going to completely ignore the fact that you said that. Um, Kiki Palmer. You know who that is, right? Oh yeah, she was in an old children's TV show. Um, True Jackson. True Jackson. VP. <laughs> All right, so that was so Oregon. I think Oregon pulls it out against Utah. My team for you is Iowa. Irrelevant? Can I say that? No, it's very fair. Like, I think Iowa's so out of it, it doesn't even matter anymore. They only have two losses currently. I know. One of them is to Purdue. The only thing I can think of is Iowa sneaks their way into the West, I think the only way Iowa becomes relevant is if they sneak their way into the Big Ten championship through the West and then spoil Michigan, Ohio State. That's that's my thought. They're, they're, they're playing spoiler at this point. I think I think the winner of Ohio State and Michigan – I think Michigan State's going to do their thing. The winner of Michigan and Ohio State's going to go to the Big Ten championship in the entire West, whether it be Wisconsin – Iowa, I think, are the really only two contenders. I think Minnesota and Purdue are going to find a way to get out of it. I think all they're doing is to spoil Michigan-Ohio State. Fair. 
What you got for me now? My next one. After their loss, Wake Forest. I think Wake Forest still wins the ACC. I think it's, I think that I think my thought, my word that comes to mind for them is road is, is speed bump. I think North Carolina was a speed bump. Um, it's it's not that they're a speed bump. It's the fact that they just ran over a speed bump. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. You're saying that it was just a speed bump and Wake Forest was actually good. And, I, and I, that's the thing. I've been riding that, that train of thought for the entire season is that – I'll say it again. Michigan – they're not Michigan State. Wake Forest has literally never, ever, 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 ever in my entire life been this good ever. Never even sniffed it. If they, if they were pretending at this point, we would have found that out already. No, I think they are pretending. I think that my thing is, my word is, I'm trying to think like a turnaround. This is where the season turns around and it goes bad. Mm. I so, think this is where somebody, we, this is the balloon. Somebody just poked a hole in the balloon and the layer, air is going to start coming out now. This is Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo, they just pull the mask is coming off. The mask off of the head. This is where Wake Forest shows itself. They were barely escaping bad teams. Really? So then this is what we I think the uh the real trick will be two weeks from now when they come to Death Valley. If they beat us in Death Valley, they're real. And I think we beat them by 10. Okay. All right. My next team for you is a team that has appeared more than once. On go with your gut. But a lot has transpired since we last had this segment. Ole Miss. <laughs> That's not who I thought you were going to go with in any which way. Um, spoiler. Another spoiler team. Ole Miss is playing spoiler. I think they're going to beat Texas A&M this week. And let's do, let's do three teams for this, by the way. I got one. I got yeah, one yeah, more. I, I plan on doing. I just don't see Ole Miss being relevant. Do you think they make a New Year's Six Bowl? No. I think they go to the Citrus Bowl in Orlando, the Buffalo Wild Wings Citrus Bowl. So, so not so not a huge bowl game, but also not a small one either. It's going to be. They're going to be the best SEC bowl game, not going to a New Year's Six Bowl. Really. They're going to beat Texas A&M. I think Alabama goes to either the playoff or the New Year's Six. Auburn will go to a New Year's Six because Auburn's going to beat Alabama. Georgia will be in the playoff, and Ole Miss will be the best team not in a New Year's Six or the playoff. Okay. I just don't – my thing is I don't see Ole Miss being able to make waves. Obviously, they can beat A&M this week. And that kind of hurts AM, but then what they play Vandy. No, it very much hurts AM. You know, AM is not getting out of the West anyway. Go to go to your go to your next go to your next team. Do I want to stick in the SEC? It's up to you. I had a team that you and I have talked about a ton. So part of mine was Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. I think we've talked about them enough. Maybe. So I'm gonna go with a team that we've talked about a decent amount, Auburn. Wow, that was one of the ones I was debating. 
Oh, you want to talk about playing spoiler? I hate to keep using that word, but there's a chance that this Iron Bowl determines who wins the SEC West, and it's not going to be Auburn as one of the teams that wins. Auburn's winning. Auburn's beaming Alabama. So this is what I think is going to happen. So a spoiler, wedding crasher, whatever you want to call it, the middle child syndrome. Auburn's sitting right between A&M and Tech in, in Alabama right now. The, the moderator. Auburn is the moderator in this situation. Auburn – or a, Alabama – and AM are duking it out for the SEC West. It's going to come down to can Auburn. I, I, you think Ole Miss will beat AM. I think AM wins out. AM plays Ole Miss this week, some FCS school next week, and then they end the season with LSU. LSU is bad. I hate that SEC has that cupcake week so much. Yeah. It is what it is. Auburn, I don't care. Auburn could lose the next two games and walk in. Be walking into Iron Bowl week at six and five, but you better believe there is a there is a at least the very least a 50-50 chance that Auburn beats Alabama. A because it's the Iron Bowl. B it's in Jordan Hare. It's in Auburn. I always I love rooting for Auburn too. I feel like Auburn. I mean Auburn. I, I feel like everyone cheers for Auburn against Alabama. Everyone. Yes. So Auburn is the moderator in the situation. Auburn gets to decide what happens in the SEC West. But it, that's the funny thing. But it doesn't involve them at all. They get to decide how it all plays out, but they have zero play in it. So now, since you took away Auburn as mine, okay, I'll give you AM. We'll just stick in the SEC. AM? Yep, AM. I want to hear it. Pretenders. Really? The pretenders. They have explain, a good explain, I, want, I, want to, I want to hear your explanation on this. They have a good defense. That's it. They lost to Mississippi State. They lost to Arkansas. All they have is a good defense. Look at the other teams they beat. Kent State. Yeah. Colorado. Barely. New Mexico. Bleh. They beat Alabama, but that was a that was a bad matchup for Alabama. I said that earlier in this episode. You did. Alabama, it was a bad matchup for them. Then the only other teams they beat are Missouri, South Carolina, and they did look good against Auburn last week. Yes. I think they lose to Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is going to expose that defense. I and think – Oh, They're going to obviously take care of Prairie View. Who the heck is That's that? That's what I'm saying, the FCS team they play. I think A&M at LSU. I think A&M wins that football game. I think it could be a close game. My, I guess you say pretenders, and my thought with A&M is, is also with that of Wake Forest at this point is based off of what they've been subjected to this college football season, losing to Arkansas like they did, losing to Mississippi State, I think if they were full-blown pretenders, we would have seen that by now. We would see a three – we would we would have seen them lose to somebody else along the way. I think Wake Forest is a pretender too. I think you and I have the same opinion. I think they're very similar. Since the situations that we would have – that you think they're pretenders, but my thought process is if they were pretenders, we would have figured that out by now. Yeah, 100%. I think A&M has a – you're going to have to repeat this. Because... 
go to start that thought process over. You think AM has what? I think AM has a good defense. Obviously, I'm never going to give AM a lot of compliments. I hate right. them, but they have a good defense. And I think that's what is helping them. Yeah, I agree. So, so I know, I know we kind of circulated in the SEC there, but that wraps up our go with your gut. We've done our top 10, we've done our guess those yards. Let's do our pickums for the week and then we'll sign this joker off. We'll start with a game that I am very intrigued to watch. Oklahoma, number eight, traveling to Waco, playing number 13, Baylor. Oklahoma is a a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Who you got? I'm going to go with two words that my mother taught me as a kid. Sick them. Sick them. Um, man, that's another. See, you talk about the pretenders as like you feel like AM's a pretender, Wake Forest is a pretender. I just, my gut can't force me to ride with Baylor right here. Um, I don't know what it is. I haven't watched a whole lot of Baylor games. Um, I don't know. Just they don't seem very convincing to me here. So I am going to take Oklahoma. Um, probably a lot of that has to do with the fact that Oklahoma is still undefeated and it's hard to bet against an undefeated team when they're nine and oh. So that's my pick for that game. I don't feel good about it, but I also I wouldn't feel good about picking Baylor either. So, I think McLean Stadium, the fans will be sailgating on that river. Yeah, I, that's what I, that's what I was saying. I, I could pick Baylor here, I could, but I wouldn't feel good about it. I'm picking Oklahoma. I don't feel good about that either. I'll be honest. If it was in Norman, I'm taking Oklahoma. Right. So with two words that my mama taught me. Sick them. Come on. Sick them. Next game, we have number 19, Purdue, visiting the horseshoe in Ohio State. The spoiler makers make their trip to the shoe. Ohio State favored by 21 points. Who you got? So, obviously, Purdue has won multiple top five games this season. They have been the top five spoiler. They once again are playing a top five team. Eventually, your luck has to run out, and I think Ohio State donkeys them. That's where I'm at. And I said that OSU. Obviously, I want Purdue to win. Yes. I will be cheering for Purdue, but I think Ohio just, you know, Purdue's playing spoiler, playing spoiler. Now, all of a sudden this week, they're like, well, you know, when the national media is like, well, maybe Purdue can actually do something. They're number 19. They're You know, somehow win the big games. Ohio yeah. State's going to take care of business easy. They probably covered the 21 to be And that's, that's where I'm at. So, obviously, I have my personal bias towards Purdue. After they beat Iowa and they were playing Michigan State, I was like – you can, lightning lightning can strike sometimes, but like lightning doesn't ever strike the same place twice. It did. Three times. Does it strike? Well, that's the thing. It, we're not we're not working with the same place here. Both of those games, the Iowa game and the Michigan State game, were played in West Lafayette. I think leaving West Lafayette, the magic's gone. Going into the shoe, an angry Ohio State team who knows they have to continue to prove themselves, who knows the national media is like, oh my gosh, can Purdue do it again? Can the spoiler makers make magic happen one more time? I don't think it happens. I think Ohio State easily covers this 21-point spread. 
Yep. Now the next game we're going to talk about number 11, Texas A&M at yep. number 15, Ole Miss. I just gave you my pick in our conversation earlier. And I kind of already gave my pick too. Ole Miss. Yeah. You got Ole Miss. I'm taking TAMU on this one. Um, yeah. I think it's just, I think, I think Texas a and is the real deal. I think their Michigan state thing was a flop, was a, was a flop. Um, or not Michigan state, their Mississippi state thing was a flop. I just I think growing up in the state hating Texas Texas A&M always finds a way to screw it up. Right. Always. I think well, Texas A&M is the Georgia of you know I can't say of the SEC but they're similar to Georgia. They can look good, they can have everything going for them and they go find a way to screw it up and this is the week that they're going to do it. Plus because you can't say the Texas A&M of Texas because Texas Longhorns are usually the ones that are like, "Oh yeah, they're good" and then they're not. Hey, shut up, Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game, we've talked about this one as well, about it being a big game for us as Clemson fans. Number 16, NC State is visiting Winston-Salem, taking on the number 12, Demon Deacons of Wake Forest. Wake Forest is favored by a measly two points here. I think Wake by a million. I, I also think Wake. So um, Yeah, I mean, that's, that's – I'll go through a little breakdown real quick. I think what's going to happen, Wake Forest is pissed. They're so pissed after North Carolina. Yep. They're going to go in and they're going to beat North Carolina, NC State, North Carolina State. Good for us Clemson fans. Yes. And they'll come to Death Valley and we'll dominate. Not dominate. We'll, we'll talk about that. How about – let's talk about that next week because first we have to – I was about to say we have to make it through UConn, but that's a joke. Continue. No, they'll come to Death Valley. We'll win. Whatever. We're good. And then all of a sudden, Wake Forest is going to that. I think we are going to be the ones that knock the wheels off of them. Okay. And that's when they lose to Boston College. NC State is going to. It's going to have to lose to Q's or somebody. Or North Carolina and Clemson will somehow make the ACC championship. Somehow. We're we're being being optimistic Clemson fans here. Go Uh, Tigers. Got two more to pick. Michigan State at Penn – or not Michigan State. I, don't, I keep adding state to everything. Number six, Michigan Wolverines will travel to college – State College, Pennsylvania, to take on Penn State. The Nittany Lions, Michigan, minus one and a half. I would like to know your breakdown. I know who you're picking. I just want to know your breakdown. It's at noon. Happy Valley somewhat scares me at night, but – at noon, it becomes Sad Valley, those guys weenies. I'll let you talk about this game. It's at noon. Michigan's going to donkey them. Yeah, I think uh, I think Michigan wins this football game uh, minus one and a half. I don't know why the spread's that low. I would give, I would give Michigan like three or four points here. Um, I think it has a potential to be close. We've t- I've talked about this before. Penn State's defense is pretty good. Um, I don't know how Clifford is holding up. I haven't watched a lot of a lot of their games here recently. Um, but Michigan's on a revenge tour. They're trying to trying to avenge, or excuse me, an avenge tour. They're trying to avenge their loss to Michigan State in East Lansing by doing everything they can. I think Michigan wait, Michigan wins this game. I think there's a chance they win it by double digits. Um, but it being Happy Valley, being a noon game, anything can happen. But I'll put my money, money, quote unquote, on Michigan. Last game for the week, 
number one Georgia at the Tennessee Volunteers traveling to the great city of Knoxville, good old Rocky Top. Georgia favored by 20. Why do you have this on the list of games picked? This seems like a no-brainer. You start, Weston. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I'm just, I'll be on the opposite side of you on this one. I'll go and take the dogs. I'll take them to cover. They're pissed they didn't cover against Missouri last week. Um, yeah, I just – Georgia's on a buzzsaw until they hit – Till they hit Alabama, they'll double the saw a little bit, still beat them by 20. Give me the dogs. I'm going to take the dogs as well. Wait a minute. Why did, why'd you say it I like that, then? The dogs, but the underdogs. Uh, oh, 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 I see what this, you did there. This is the best offense that Georgia has seen all season. This is the best offense Georgia has seen all season. Of course, their defense looks good against Clemson. Of course, their defense looks good against other bad offensive teams. This is by far going to be the toughest test they have for their defense. One of their defensive linemen is out this week. Knoxville is a tough place to play. One big upset. And I'll be honest, we all thought it was coming for Ole Miss, Tennessee. When Ole Miss went to Knoxville, we thought Tennessee was going to win that game. They didn't, which means they are still due. Florida beat them. Ole Miss beat them. So they're still due for one good upset, and this is it. Tennessee is going to win this football game. All right there, Chief. If you say so. I don't say that with 100% confidence, but. Rocky <laughs> top, you always. Okay. Wait, let's, let's not bore. Let's not mess with our listeners on that one. So those are our general picks. Let's talk about our locks and our updates of the week. Do you have those already kind of on hand? Or are you still debating between it? No, I got them on hand. Let's, let's hear them. Um, I got two I was debating between lock of the week. Sadly, both of them look like homer picks, but I think partly they're homer picks because I know the teams. We're going to go with Boston College over Georgia Tech. Like we talked about, Boston College quarterback is back. Um, This is the first time they've been at full strength in probably five years for a significant amount of time. Boston College is going to take care of Georgia Tech easily the other one i was debating between was utep over north texas that was a five and a half point spread utep actually looked decent against utsa yep um but my number one is going to be boston college over georgia tech and i've already typed it in here so you can kind of see it um the hogs are headed to i know they're not headed to excuse me um i screwed that up the hogs are playing lsu and they're only two and a half point favorites that's easy yeah, I found that I found that rather strange. The game is on is at six thirty. It's a prime or six thirty my time. It's seven thirty, so it's a prime time game on the SEC network. Game is being played in Tiger Stadium. That's hard. That's but hard. I, I I agree with that, but I also think this isn't a game that LSU gets up for. Um, this is number twenty five Arkansas. Arkansas is six and three. It's not a big game. Obviously, it's a night game. But I don't think it's a game they, they get up for. I like the Hogs minus two and a half right here. What about your upset of the week? My upset of the week. Um, this was – I was debating between 
the Georgia-Tennessee game and this game on our picks. But I wanted to save this one for my lock of the week. I think it's one that has been overshadowed, overseen. I think if you look at a lot of college football analysts, they are circling this game. I have the Virginia Cavaliers upsetting Notre Dame and Weston is I am upset because that's what I was picking. Yes, sir. It's in Charlottesville. You want to talk about a game that folks get up for. It's a night game against Notre Dame. I have to now drop back and punt because I don't know who I'm picking. Um, My other upset was going to be Baylor over Oklahoma State. Obviously, uh, Tennessee over Georgia. You know what? I'm going to get in on some of the the in-state rivalry action. I never like picking against them, but we talk about how bad they are. I'm going to take the Seminoles over Miami. Miami's a a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Wow. Um, Florida State sucks, bro. But so does – my. you want to talk about pretenders? I think Miami's a pretender. Game is in Dope Campbell. It's a 3.30 kick. I think Florida State can make something happen. You know what? Okay. Good. That's your upside of the week? Yeah. I mean, it's an upset. It's supposed to – it's not supposed to happen. And for everyone – you know, if you're listening to this, you know he also picked Virginia Tech over Notre Dame. If you just look at our Instagram stories and don't actually listen, then you know what? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we actually don't post the upsets of the week. So the only people that be listening to this will know that Weston really wanted to pick Virginia Tech over Notre Dame, but we'll ride with the Seminoles. Shout out Pearson Wiley and Nick Jamrog and some, some fellow listeners. And speaking of Nick Jamrog, your word of the day is Rubik's Cube. Because if you look at our Zoom calls, I have a Rubik's Cube in the back, and so does Mr. Jamrock. I, or not Jamrock, Mr. Villarreal. I see it sitting up on the top there. That is a Rubik's Cube, if I, if I am not mistaken. Um, the trick is, can you solve that Rubik's Cube? Absolutely. Wow. We have got some smart cookies on this podcast. That is all we – Wait, wait. No, no, no. You ready? Yeah. So it's mixed up, right? You agree? Yeah. All right. We're going to do this live on air. Wait, hold on. Hold on. You want to have a race? Oh, well, we got to talk during it. I'll talk. I'll talk during it. What are you talking about? Fine. You mix yours up. What's your bet? What's your best time ever? Like a minute 10. I've gotten sub a minute before. Ooh, Mr. Big Shot over here. Let's go. Let's have a race. Race live on air. It's a. Let me take Audio my ring medium. So, so we'll, I'll just put my the AM ASMR of my of my cube over the mic. All right. So, would you agree? Would you agree that that's screwed up? Let me let me take a look at it. Let me let me see. Where yeah, you going. you agree with mine? Yep. All right. So, think, hands down, arms up. Three. Let me give one more look at it. Okay. You count it down. Three, two, one, go. Oh, baby. We got us a good start here. Just kidding. Obviously, it's an audio medium, not the best for not the best content for you all. But me and Weston are currently racing on who can solve the Rubik's Cube the fastest. I'm about to win. Where are you at in yours? I just solved the first layer. 
Um, I do F2L, so I don't solve it layer by layer. So now we really get into it on which one's better, but we will see. It's going I'm on to. The, I'm on the bot, the last layer now. That's a good. That's Weston is taking the lead because I just now am finishing the first layer and now I'm moving on to the last. Oh, this is oh, in the bag. I'll look, I'll look at the camera and finish it out. Oh, I messed up, Weston. And three, two. Oh, done. I messed up, Weston. <laughs> done. There you go. There's there's the solve. Where are you at? Let me see where you're at. Let me see where you're at. I want to see how close. I messed up. I'm on the last layer. Ah, dang it. But you can sign it off and I'll be done in one second. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on this exciting episode to be back. I promise. I promise. I promise. You're going to be hearing me sign off because I will edit it and I will send it out. As always, you can find us on social media. You can find Central Spirit at CU Central Spirit. And on all platforms, you can find Mr. Villarreal on all his platforms at NSV7151. You can find me at West K. Witt currently on Instagram. Be on the lookout for a Twitter. It's very possible. TikTok is definitely not happening, though. There it is. The solve. Right in time to sign it off. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been an absolute honor, an absolute pleasure. Go Tigers. See ya.